Welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's Tricky and Katie, Katie, Naked Lady. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Is that better? Sure. Hey, what's up? I don't have any other shit to say. Why don't you just, like, rip on Stout differently every time? What's up, you fucking marks? Why don't you just rip on him for, like, not showing up again? Because he has an illness. I'm doing air quotes. I'll let you rip on Stoutsy. I text him today, no response. Classic. I know, but then he opens a Snapchat. I'm calling you out. I'm calling your ass out, Stoutsy, on the podcast from now on. Don't open my Snapchat if you can't respond to a text. That's right, I'm calling your bitch ass out. You got a platform. I do, I do got a platform. But hey, come back for Hockey Talks like in like a week. Please. Yeah, please, because Katie's not going to be able to do it. No. I don't want to do it by myself. You are going to be doing it by yourself. I might put out something on Facebook and be like, hey, who wants to come on Offended for the summer and be part of the co-host for Hockey Talks? The Chost. Co-chost. Chost. Get the it? co-host? Yeah, the Chost. That doesn't make sense. Because there's no C-H in that way. But you put a C plus host is Chost. Oh, it's not god i hate you let's get into it songs of the week this is our trilogy week this completes the trilogy um last two weeks we talked about hockey and aew might talk just a little like maybe one thing of hockey but not too much uh more fight for the fallen a review of how fight for the fallen went this past week and we got one hit wonders lyric game did you do one hit wonders yeah oh, okay okay all right. So, yeah. So, we got today for you another fun filled episode of Offended here. During quarantine, COVID 19. Quarantine edition. I cannot wait until sports gets back going again. Then I have like something else to talk about. Like every day. Maybe we could get into politics, but nah. Fuck that noise. <laughs> See a lot of that all the time. We could get into COVID, but fuck that noise. We could talk about WWE, but fuck that noise. <laughs> Let's get in the songs of the week. Songs of the week. Make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offended Presents Songs of the Motherfucking Week. I have five this time. I was going to say, do you have six this time? I have five. You want me to go first? Sure. Um, mine are all kind of indie feel-good songs that like you want to put in put on in the car while you're driving. Kind of songs. Uh, the first one is Buttercup by Hippocampus. It's a good song. Yep. It's a really good song. wonder who picked that for you. Uh, some playlist I found had it on there. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. It's, it's your turn now. I, I know. Uh, my first song is called For Sure by Future Islands. It's their brand new song that just came out last week. It's very good. If you like Future Islands, it sounds like a fucking Future Islands song. You heard of them before. I'm sure I have. I think you've actually picked one of their songs for Songs of the Week that if Probably. I can remember. All right. And I've been waiting on you. I'm sure it doesn't sound anything like that. And I've been waiting on you. It kind of does, actually. Kind of got his impression down. My second song is Sign by Roosevelt. And I really like the, the beat. It's kind of like a mix between an 80s techno beat and like a house music kind of feel. What's it called? Sign. Oh, yeah. I like that song a lot. Yeah. yeah. I really like Roosevelt. They're really good. Um, I think they only have 
couple albums out. They're pretty new. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They kind of sound older, so I don't. I couldn't tell like mm-hmm. where in the spectrum they fall on like the years. I like them. Um, my next song is called "Before the Moment's Gone" by Child of the Parish. Uh, it's actually playing FIFA the other day, and this song came on. FIFA has the best soundtracks ever. Really? Do you think <sighs> it's because it's more of like an international game? Yeah. Um, they actually just put on like. 20 to 30 songs too so the soundtrack really never gets old which every video game should do what is every other video game they put out like eight songs on the soundtrack so you hear the same song like the wwe game you hear the same fucking songs over and over and over that's why i turned on like the theme songs by the wrestlers Mm -hmm. so that way you can hear the theme songs while you're playing the game too instead of hearing the same five songs over and over and over nhl doesn't even have a lot either but 30 doesn't even seem like that many but FIFA, FIFA soundtracks are always just fucking good. It's always just music like right up my alley. Like they even had like the 1975 on a couple of years ago. Like they just put on good music. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song is really good. This song, it's just fucking good. It's just if you're gonna, it sounds like if you were gonna play a FIFA game, this would be on the FIFA soundtrack, and it is. Mm-hmm. And but what's funny, FIFA 20, in my opinion, is the worst soundtrack of like the last like 20 FIFAs. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it's one of the best soundtracks overall, but one of the worst FIFAs. Yeah, it's funny. Got it. Um, my third song is Heavenly Maybe by Gengar. Gengar? G-E-N-G-A-H-R. Mm-hmm. You're on your own. Do you, do you know what song I'm talking about? Hey, you know the song. It's like, did anybody mm-hmm. see that? Did anyone see what I'm sure it sounds I just saw. like that. I'm sure it sounds just like that. Okay, well, it's a good song. Well, that's what you just did to me. You didn't even listen to me, though. I at least listened to I you. I listened to you. I heard you. It's in my ear. I actually listened to you twice. Did anybody see that? Oh, my God. Stop. Did anybody see what I saw? Da-na-na-na. All right, my next song is by an unknown band from Ireland called U2, uh, off their Joshua Tree soundtrack. Red. Wait, Hi- I've never heard of that album. Red Hill Mining Town. Um, it's a fucking great song. I wish like they would have their live version out from the Joshua Tree tour because that version is just fucking incredible. I'm hanging on, always left to hold on to, but I'm still waiting. Such a good song. Okay, my fourth song is "Crush" by Club Intel, John Etherly, Madeline Folan. Um, the beginning kind of reminds me of Stranger Things, and you've heard, you've played the song on like repeat before. What's it called again? Crush. By who? Club Intel, John Etherly and Madeline Folan. I gotta hear it. I'm sure I have. That's just got a cool intro. Just got a cool intro. It does. <laughs> uh, my next song is by this other band from England uh, called the 1975. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Kind of a big. Are deal. you gonna pick any like new people? No, uh, it's called. The song is called uh, "Nothing Revealed, Everything Denied" by the 1975. Um, I don't know what that one sounds like. Is anybody out there? Okay. Life. This is with like the church choir. Yeah, love yeah. that song. Mm-hmm. All right. It's funny that you like church choir music when you're definitely not into church. No, not at all. But you like that kind of music. I think it's because of Joshua Tree, honestly. From that one album that they did? Mm-hmm. 
It's not more not gospel. one album, but it's that like, one. It's uh, not like church. It's, I mean, gospel is church, but it's just like you like the church choir music when it's done right. When it's done like that, yeah. Not like Gloria, clap, clap, Gloria, clap, clap. That fuck that song. I hate that song. What is that song? It's f- fucking from church. I don't know. I just remember it from grade school. So I remember <laughs> how badly I hated that song. <laughs> Cause in church, I'm like, this song is so annoying, and it just gets stuck in your fucking head forever. I'm gonna. It I'm still gonna find, is, obviously. I'm gonna find that song and play it for you. Oh God, please don't. <laughs> well, funny thing is, my fifth song is "Gloria Clap Clap" by George. <laughs> <You> fuck off. <laughs> um, my fifth song is "Lamb's Wool" by Foster the People. It's a good song. They just came out the new song uh, last week too. Did they? Have we listened to that one yet? You, I have. You probably haven't. Probably not. Uh, my song of the week, which will be played in its entirety at the end of the show, is by Burna Boy, and the song is called "Wonderful." The song came out uh, at the end of June. It kind of has an African kind of theme to it, which I think I don't know what nationality he is because it doesn't seem like it seems sounds like they're speaking French in it, doesn't it? Yeah, but French is like a big language over in like the countries of some countries of africa right because they were uh, a lot of the african countries were colonized by the french right so yeah but this song i fucking love this song and anything that sounds remotely close to like african music i will listen to like nonstop. i think it's because you like the percussion in it that and i think the lion king helps well yeah the lion king is just good fucking music but that part where Simba's running, running back to the, um, to the pride. Yeah, it's the pride land. Yeah. I actually know what you're talking about, and that's sad. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say everybody <laughs> should when they hear that. All right, well, that was your songs of the week. Make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week. Before we get going into our topics, our toppies. Tops. For uh, this week, uh, let's hear a quick word from our boys, our network brethren, the network, Anything But Credible, Anything But Credible podcast. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended Podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in Finland. real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. All right, all right, all right. Well, uh, this past week was the first week uh, for the NBA players to get in their bubble. And within a week of being in their bubble, they've already fucked up a couple the times. NBA? Yeah. Um, since they had to go to Orlando to get ready for the new season. Oh, no, they're playing in Florida. They're playing in Orlando. So in Disney World, they're, all the teams are already in Disney World now. 
They're in a bubble, though. You can't leave that bubble. If you leave the bubble, you have to go quarantine somewhere else for, like, 10 days. Oh, shit. Are they at, like, the All-Star, All-Star Sports Center or something? I don't know. Um, they built courts, like, inside a couple buildings. Already, oh, and they have okay. a court, 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 court. But um, what is fucking hilarious is that, so, like I just said, one of the rules is that you can't leave the bubble. If you leave the bubble, like... You're out. You're out. <laughs> this these hotel situations are being compared to like uh, um firefest like the oh, food really? situations like oh, they got no. like the food and they're like this is disgusting like it's horrible it's nothing to eat so <laughs> they're like saying like how bad the rooming the room situation is and everything and like just they're basically throwing temper tantrums like being I was gonna like say, it's probably like quality it's probably like decent fucking food and right. decent lodging they're just millionaires that want well, more one of the basketball players ordered food out and left the bubble to walk across the street to get the food when he came back officials were standing there like nope you're out like go oh, quarantine fuck. for 10 days like so he's out he's quarantined for 10 days because he went because he ordered food out um <laughs> There was another person who was trying to get some pussy, and she tweeted out. She goes, yeah, I was just invited into the NBA bubble. That shit ain't going to fucking last. It's only been a fucking week, and they can't handle it. Oh, my God. And <laughs> on Spit and Chicklets, they're like, how funny would it be if, like, they just had some glory hole, like, set up for the players if they wanted, like, to get some action? Like, at one of the ends of the bubble just has a hole where you can stick your dick in and just, like, get it out. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> Barstool is like it's so funny because they're like they're like kids at summer camp who like aren't behaving well. Like yeah, it's like you literally only have to be in this bubble for how long? Two months? Two three months? Yeah. Yeah. Like, while you're getting paid you're millions getting paid, of dollars. Like it's like you're an astronaut and you're going on the space station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just like I think you guys can do it for two or three months. You're getting paid millions of dollars to do this. There's social media, like you can still connect with people, right. like. Sorry, your dick's not going to get wet for three months. Like, we've all been there. <laughs> I think like, it's fucking hilarious. You can survive. I think that chick that tweeted that was fucking hilarious. Like, and then you have Vladimir here. Vladimir Tarasenko today talked about, now, like, they're asking all these hockey players, like, questions and stuff about um, what their bubble's going to be like and are you guys going to have a hard time if the food's not good? Adjusting to the bubble. Adjusting to everything. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko said, we don't go... We don't go there like for a resort. We were expecting we were expecting unbelievable. We don't go there for like a resort where we're expecting unbelievable food service, like a five-star summer resort. We're going to play hockey. I don't need to live. I don't need much to live. I just need a bed and food. Yeah. They really do, they need their team. Mm-hmm. They need their coaches and their trainers and they need a place to sleep decently so, and a play like food to keep them happy so basically tarasenko is now in playoff robot russian mode where he's just like i eat sleep hockey repeat pretty much Mm -hmm. it's awesome tarasenko is fucking ready let's go blues um trying to think if there's anything any hockey news um i don't think there's really much since last week just we got yeah um I'm just fucking excited, like always. Let's go, Blues. Um, the UFC fights were this past weekend. Bit of a letdown. Uh, that main event, <clears throat> Mazadov versus Usman. Um, it was just a foot stomping match. Um, 
Yeah, the the announcers are like, oh, his foot's going to be sore after yeah. this one. <laughs> He's going to have bruised toes, I know for a fact. Well, you can talk about how the end when he handed him the belt. Oh, Dana White yeah. did seem pissed like every other fan on social media. I thought Usman was fighting kind of dirty. Um, there was a couple of headbutts in there. The first headbutt, I'm like, okay, maybe it was an accident. Then he did it again. I'm like, that's not a fucking accident anymore. If he's doing it again, he's throwing his fucking head up. Like you don't throw your you don't throw your head back in order to transition. You move to the side if you're trying to transition. And his head wasn't like locked in under his Mazadov's arm. So like, there's no reason to throw your head back like that. Right. So I thought that was on purpose. He came pretty close to a couple low blows. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, they got, called they called it a couple times right. almost, and they had to review um, it. They um, the stomping of the foot was just dumb, and so. All the fans were pissed. Um, the fight before it was very close to well, a lot of people thought it should have went the other way. So fans were just already in a bad mood. Um, as a kind of a PR nightmare, I think, for the UFC on Saturday. You think? Yes. I think it was a total PR nightmare. I think it started off well, and then the last two or three fights, I think, just fucking killed it. I think the guy who fought the in the main fights, event... Like, just killed it. I think the guy who fought in the main event... Um, I think he just didn't want to lose to someone who had only trained to be a, like to fight him in a week. Well, he didn't even train. He even said like that's what I'm yeah, saying. I like train. that's like, what I'm saying. I don't think he wanted like that's even more embarrassing to lose against someone like that it's versus kind the of, guy you're supposed. I think to it's fight kind of against. embarrassing that he didn't finish him. That it went to a decision and against a guy who didn't train. I think if Mazadov trains, I don't think you might see a different outcome in that match. But at the end of the uh, fight. Dana White gives Usman the belt, and he just walks off. Doesn't congratulate him. He's just like, "Yep, there you go." Just walks off. Dana White. I didn't see any press conference videos with him, but he did not seem happy after that fight. No, didn't you say he usually stays in the ring? He normally stays in the ring, congratulates the fighter, like shakes his hand, and then walks away. Mm-hmm. That's he just put the title on and just walked away. And fuck the UFC, by the way. They are now using Velcro belts, also. So I tacky. Get, I don't get that. I don't get it either. It's so tacky. It is so tacky. Like, and it, it looks can't be weird. that much cheaper. It looks weird, too, like, when you just have it on, like, and the way he just threw it on, it was, like, one flap was, like, going up, the other mm. was going down. Like, that just looks so, just looks so wonky. Like, I don't know. It's stupid. They just call me old-fashioned, I guess. I guess I, like, belts on my belt, or buttons on my belt. I don't know. Buckles. Snaps. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what they are. Fasteners. Yeah. But anyway, um, Fight Island. I think there's one more event coming up in Fight Island maybe this weekend. Not sure. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, before we get into AEW uh, Fight for the Fallen review. What are you looking at me like that for? I'm just waiting for you to fucking talk. Let's hear a quick word from my other sponsor, Mr. Kyle Fauché, with the Going Off Topic podcast. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast, brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media, from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about, from movies to TV to music to sports to gaming to anything, really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauche, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com, too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. Yeah. 
Alright, 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 AEW Fight for the Fallen was this past Wednesday night, and holy shit, what a fucking show it was. Uh, again, AEW, just producing another fantastic, fun show to watch. Like I said to Katie, halfway through the show, I'm like, I cannot believe we're already, like, towards the main it's event. 8.15 or yeah. something. And I was like, this does not feel like I've been watching this for 90 minutes already. Like, it feels like I've been watching it for, like, 10, 20 minutes. It just flew by. But that's what you want to watch. I know. It's a good, that's a yeah. good sign. It's a good sign. Um, and uh, some breaking news here on the uh, good old Fended Podcast, which won't be breaking news tomorrow because it's already all over Twitter. But AEW fucking demolished NXT in the ratings this week. Overall totals, too. Uh, Chris Jericho, the demo god, <laughs> fucking doubled NXT's demos with his segment alone this past no week. Way. Doubled it, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my demo god. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And so many people so many people on Twitter last night were so pissed that he did that. All these WWE marks and, the, and these are the people that I cannot fucking stand cuz like I don't even watch the fucking show, but that just irritates me. It's like, yeah, this is like this is why he's doing it cuz he's making fun of dumbass people like you who feel the need to go on Twitter and bash another person's company even if you don't watch it. I don't go on Twitter and bash WWE. In fact, I don't even talk about WWE on Twitter cuz you want to know why? Cuz I don't fucking watch it. I don't ha- I don't need to like fucking go do it. But uh, that would like I'm not going to be a douchebag and go on Twitter and be like this, this fucking sucks. This is stupid. It'd be like if WCW and WWE existed during Twitter. Oh my god. Because both but you have to admit both companies like had good product, right? Like uh, but you were to either a extent. but you were either WCW kid or WWE and I was not into fucking wrestling, but I had friends who watched it and there were kids who were one or the other. Yep. So, you you can be both if you want. You could totally be both. And you there's nothing wrong with that. Bag. But I just think it's dumb to go on Twitter and bash another person's another wrestling company if you don't watch the show cuz then you're not getting a clear flame, clear frame of reference on what you're even talking about like a person last night who's like I'm so happy I don't watch AEW I heard they did a throw in the towel finish I'm like yeah and all the people bitching about that I think are fucking dumb cuz I think that ending was perfect cuz it protected Brian Cage number 1 protected Moxley neither guy could really lose in this scenario because if you, one of them loses, then it hurts their credibility moving forward. Right. And they've been saying for the last month now, uh, they've been talking about Brian Cage's arm and how he was injured for so long with his arm. And like that's going to be a big factor for Moxley. Is he's going to target that arm. It was perfect fucking storytelling. If anything, you kind of knew the ending going into the fucking match. If you paid attention in the slightest bit to their storytelling... That was going to be the ending all along. Well, I think, don't people hate the throwing in the towel finish because it was overused by WWE or something? No. Why do people hate that finish? Because it was basically like, oh, the guy never really lost. Okay. Because Taz but, threw in but, the towel. Okay, you, can, you need a little bit of variety, people. Like, why do you get mad? Exactly. Exactly. Then somebody, then I saw like several people be like, why couldn't it just been a, a DQ finish? And it's like... You people fucking bitch so much about how WWE uses a DQ finish too That's much. What it is. That's and what then it is. and then you fucking tout how much you love AEW for not doing disqualification finishes. Like you praise AEW for not doing disqualification finishes. And then last night 
you're gonna tell me now you're like oh that should have been a dq ending it's like make up your fucking mind yeah that's what i was thinking of when i make up your fucking mind wrestling fans ruin wrestling they do like especially not all i'm not gonna say actually take that back not all wrestling fans twitter fucking marks who think like they know everything ruin wrestling that's like thursdays and wednesday nights like it's i just tweet on wednesday nights and i turn off my twitter unless somebody tweets something to me and expect and then they get mad at me when i tweet back i'm like do you think i'm just gonna sit here and let you talk shit stupid fuck do you know who i am right do you but, know my favorite thing to do is troll people? <laughs> he loved trolling people. Well, it was so funny. <laughs> um, here, I got to pull up this one tweet because this was so funny. Um, I, like, laughed at my... I, like, made myself pop last night. Like, I was laughing at myself, like, really hard. Um, this one guy said... Um, it's He's like... That's what it was. He's like, it's so sad that Jericho's resorting to fucking talking about the ratings during his promos. Oh it's so God. sad. Such I go, and I, and I go, you know what's sad is that how easy it is for him to get marks like you triggered. Because he knows it. That's the only exactly. reason why he's doing exactly. it. Exactly. And that guy had like several responses to him being like, you know, this is why Jericho's doing it. Because you're fucking buying into it. He's like, look at you now. You're on Twitter now talking about it. That's exactly what he wants. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's very obvious wrestling fans don't understand publicity. It's very obvious to me that people in general just don't understand publicity. And, like, why publicity, if you're a celebrity, is very good for you. If you can, a a lot of celebrities can't handle bad publicity, but a lot of celebrities can. Mm -hmm. And especially fucking, like, heels of wrestling. Exactly. That's what they want. That's what they want. Right there. Like, how many people are forgetting that Chris Jericho is a fucking heel. His goal is to be the most hated person in AEW. Right. That's his His goal, goal. is to be the most hated person in wrestling. I think he's achieving it. Yeah. He doesn't want, like, the Roman Reigns being hated. He hilarious. wants them hated because he's an asshole. He's the le god. Le goat. Le champion. The demo god. Where do you think he's going to go after this? Like, not physically, but, like, character-wise. I don't know. Because this is, like, pretty damn good. This is this is Chris Jericho. This is classic Jericho, though. He's always figuring out a way to reinvent himself. Do you think he'll be a heel forever, though? No. I think he'll turn face probably one more time. I can see him doing a character where if he loses, like, a big match, like, he goes into, like, a depression-like character. Okay. Maybe him and Orange Cassidy both do the half thumbs up or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, st- I just think, uh, I think what's next for Jericho after Cassidy is uh, I think he's going to turn on Sammy Guevara. I think so too. I think as what Sammy Guevara has said was very wrong, um, but Sammy Guevara has handled it in such a good way that, like, out of all the other accusations that are thrown out there that happened and that were true, I think Sammy Guevara is the less of the evil. Oh my God, he said something five years ago right. where five years ago that joke would have been accepted and it was accepted. Right. Like, obviously, you don't go around saying you want to rape people. But I'm telling you, fucking 2015, 2010, that joke I heard so many times out of my friend's mouth. It was like, a, I'm sorry, that's just, that's just. It was a joke in Amy Schumer and like Chelsea Handler's like stand up. Yes. And like, yeah, it's not acceptable now. And he apologized for it. So let him make amends, which he did. You know what I mean? He made Nobody, the apologies. Yeah. He was public about it. Like, 
he didn't he wasn't like a joe biden and being like oh i'm sorry <laughs> like they're over exaggerating like fuck you joe biden oh, he, but he took down or he hasn't posted a single youtube video since then um his youtube apology video he turned off all advertisements for that so he didn't make a dime on that video yeah no he did it the right way i think he um, should be welcomed back and See, you know, you I think, make mistakes and you get a second well, chance. What I'm saying, what I was getting at is that I feel like fans have actually are, are turning for him. Like, uh, I think fans are actually cheering him now and cheering for him now because he handled it so well. Because he is showing what a genuine right. concern and he has the fact, for the issue. And the fact that Sasha Banks was like, it should not have been said, but she was like, I cannot express how big of a man he is and how, like... Um, honorable he's been right and how he's just taking responsibility and she was like and she even said instead of bringing him down more let's all cheer for him now to be to learn from this and become a better human being and which and she was like in which i think he already has yeah people grow people change and so i think when he comes back i think he he will be cheered that's why i think it would be the perfect time to fucking turn jericho on him and have the inner circle against Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be good. And I think that will build his like his character and his persona even more. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But AEW. Do you think? Oh my god. Do you think it's going to be Spanish God versus Demo God? Yeah, I think that's totally what they're doing. I like I that that was the first thing that popped to my mind last night when I was watching that when I, he the, when he called himself the Demo God. I was like. This is totally setting up for him and Sammy Guevara. This is totally, this is what it's doing. They're planting the seeds, planting the seeds, planting the seeds. Because that's what AEW does best. They plant seeds everywhere in all their storytelling. Last night, I said it were only two matches. I had a tweet that said we're only two matches in. And Fight for the Fallen has already progressed more stories in such a short period of time than WWE has in the last fucking year. Like, it's insane. Like, they progressed so much in the first two matches. Cody Rhodes, they're planting seeds of him turning heel. He wrestled Sonny Kiss like a fucking heel last night. Oh, really? Yeah. I missed that one. Like taunting Sonny Kiss the entire time and like doing push-ups on the ground while like he was oh. on the ground. Yeah. So like, and Arn was like yelling at him, like, stop, take it seriously. Take it seriously. Stop. Like, take Who it seriously. Who won that one? Cody. That match was awesome. That was the best match Sunny Kiss has ever wrestled. In I was going to say I haven't really watched Sunny Kiss wrestle. And Sunny Kiss, she was fucking getting it at the fucking entrance, dancing along with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars cheerleaders. Oh, really? Yes, like in sync, like perfect dance motions nice. and everything. Um, Aubrey Edwards tweeted out afterwards, which she liked another one of my tweets last night. So we're basically like best friends now. <laughs> um, Aubrey Edwards was like, it was so hard not to dance along with Sunny Kiss like because apparently they're like oh best friends yeah and she was like she always talks about an AEW unrestricted that the women's locker room has a dance party every wednesday before they go out oh really yeah and so when she saw sunny dancing she's like it's so hard not to start dancing in the ring right now like <laughs> um because sunny kiss is pretty flippy right yeah she's fucking awesome um that match was just so good and props to her and props to JR, Jim Ross. People are calling out Jim Ross on Twitter being like, oh my God, can you we just call like Sonny Kiss by the proper pronouns? And JR's like, well, he's given me like, he's told me what to say. I can say he or she. I can say either one. 
What about that. they? Do you know if they is? Not sure. But Sonny Kiss even tweeted out. She's like, JR is the fucking best. Leave him alone. I gave him permission on what to say. <laughs> like, Yeah, I think, I mean, that's, and that's for nobody's. That's for nobody else but the person to decide. (laughs) That's for nobody else but the person to decide what their pronouns are. Like, Mm -hmm. I actually have a lot of friends, um, because I'm kind of friends with a lot of people in the burlesque community and things like that, Mm -hmm. which obviously are a more open environment, anyways. And uh, literally on their Facebook profiles is like, my pronouns are they and their, or my pronouns are she and her, Mm -hmm. or he and him, and that's like. I'm not saying that's obviously required on Facebook or anything like that, but like I've been to shows or backstage with shows where we do a pronoun check of everybody in the room because you know you don't know fellow performers half the time because they're from different cities in St. Louis or Missouri and all this shit, and so it's like everybody goes around in the room says she, her, or they, them, or whatever, and it's like just start using people's pronouns the way they want them to be used. Don't get on people's backs unless you fucking know the details. You know, like. If it's a if it's cause for quick correction, like you like someone's misgendering you, Todd, and you want to go by they or them, mm-hmm. and they go he, and you just say they, real quick and easy. Like it doesn't have to be a fight about it. It should not be a fight. It should not be drawing more attention to, because that just makes the person in question feel attacked. Right, but at the same cancel culture is just. I know. I'm saying. I'm saying it's not for cancel culture to. Um, like, be on Jim Ross's back about it when Jim Ross is actually more educated than them. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. Um, one quick thing about cancel culture, which I found very interesting. Um, so the Washington Redskins are changing their name. Right. Dropping the, 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 dropping the nickname altogether. And they're changing their logo, everything. Um, several Native Americans have actually come out and are against this move. Really? Because they've said... They think it's going to damage their legacy almost in a way in terms of like you're teaching young adults about us now. You're teaching young adults who we are. Even if it's just by a football team, you're like, what is that? And you go look up who we are. You look up like the Blackhawks or anything like that. You look up who we are. He's like, I am very worried that we are getting erased from history. I And, and that's not a decision, I think, for white people or anybody. Exactly of- my point of like, so for cancel culture is it just a bunch of white people who are just like bitching and moaning oh wow way to have way to have that on sorry okay so we just took like a really long break you gotta take care of a phone call sorry i had a phone call i have no idea where i left off (laughs) it was an important Um, phone call sorry yep whatever um so much fun doing a podcast i know good old katie farrell it's naked lady bitch idiot um maybe that's what i'll say when we come on the podcast there you go wasn't that hard was it um but yeah cody sunny kiss they had a great match i don't even know where the fuck we were at sorry okay so go ahead oh sorry i I just don't think it's white people's place like i i think that should be left up to uh native american councils so if if they choose or vote to change the name like the Redskins, Blackhawks, and shit like that. I think that should be nothing to do with the owners, the the players, the organizations. I think that should be strictly up to Native Americans. And they have enough organization amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. They have their own tribes and their own councils and their own committees. 
to organize that. So I don't think that that would be too hard well, to put to like a vote. The Chicago Blackhawks already said we're not changing our name because our name is actually honoring like Chief Blackhawk, who was like, like that the face you see on the jersey is him. As long as Native Americans are okay with that, mm-hmm. I don't give it. I don't. I don't give a shit as long as it's not bothering other people. Mm-hmm. That's that's my stance on it. And and um, the Redskins and shit like that. It. I mean, Redskins has been a racial slur for a long time against Native American people. Indians is a racial slur against Native American people. Like, let them decide. I mean, it's not up to me that what offends me because I'm not Native American. Right. So that's what. That's all I've been trying to say. Yeah. Like, give it. The, give the power to them and let it. Mm-hmm. Let let. And if, happens, if, they're, what happens. if they're offended by it and they want to change, then fucking change it. Because it's not up to us to decide what offends right. them. That's right. Stupid. But I think I, if something offends them, I see them, a white baseball player tweet out, "Oh, the Cleveland Indians, Washington Redskins, the you know Chicago Blackhawks—they all need to go." It's like you kind of really shouldn't have a say in this. I think. I think if if he sees a Native American person group community say they need to go and i want to support them that's cool Mm -hmm. but this is how normal people should be thinking about stuff no it's because white people are offended by everything Mm -hmm. or white people you know like people like so say let's say the blackhawks do change their name or the reds the redskins are changing their name or the cleveland indians are probably going to change their name Let's see how much backlash they get from that because people are offended by a name change. It's so fucking stupid. I hope the there's so many bigger things to worry about than a fucking name change. It would be hilarious though if the Redskins became the Rednecks. Oh my god, it'd be so true. <laughs> then we'd have some people being like, "I'm a Karen and I'm a Redneck, and you're racially harassing me." Mm. God, I hate people. I hate boomers and I hate Karens. This is supposed to be the AEW fight for the fallen review. We we went off track just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cody Rhodes, Sunny Kiss, great match. Uh, definitely think plant or seeds were planted. I think they have been being planted for the last few weeks now. I think Cody is totally turning heel soon. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens at all out. I mean, we've been talking about this for a while, how Mm -hmm. he's going to turn against the elite. He's not been in the elite group he's not been favored and all of that shit it's mm-hmm. kind of been like everybody's like he even me. took the turnbuckle off for sunny kiss like to hit her over the head like to hit her head on like the exposed mm-hmm. turnbuckle like that's a heel tactic right so we'll see what happens um ftr versus lucha bros uh lucha bros i thought were kind of sloppy in this match um i think i just saw the very end of this match. they get I will say, as much as I like the Lucha Bros, they are sloppy at times, but I think that just comes with the nature of their high style of wrestling and their style of wrestling, their Lucha style and everything. And if you're going to do high-risk moves, there's a greater risk for botches and mess-ups. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, The match itself was still good. Like, it still told a story, like, throughout the match. Uh, The Butcher and the Blade stole FTR's... um, truck a few weeks ago oh yeah and they drove the lucha bros to the ring so i actually like them together i hope they stay as like a group together the lucha bros and butcher and blade they're for some reason they like play off each other very well so i wonder with the botches when it comes to lucha wrestling um 
because the Young Bucks and the Lucha, the what are, what is their tag team? Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really great chemistry and they always have really great fucking matches. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, because we've been watching matches together, I'm like, oh, they've had to practice that, or oh, they've had to do that, and you're like, no, they didn't. They didn't practice it. They don't practice their moves. So I think it's a compromise of the two. Like you're not going to well, go out is- there. You're not going to go out there and fucking try something brand new. This is also Every the, time. This is also the first time that FTR and the Lucha Brothers have ever wrestled each that's other. That's what I'm getting yeah. at. You stole my thunder. Well, say I'm better. just saying the Young Bucks have good chemistry because they've worked at it. They've had a lot of matches together. And FTR has not. You know what I mean? So right. that's probably why there were more botches because it's not a level of comfortability that... Right. Um, so the FTR picks up the win after... Uh, is it Cash Harwood? I don't. I still haven't figured out their names yet. Just FTR. One, one of the F- members of the FTR takes off Ray Phoenix's mask and rolls him up for the win. Well, he takes his mask. off? Yeah, he rips his mask off. Oh shit! And like throws his mask off and does like a roll up and he pins him that way and wins the match because he's too busy covering his face up to kick out of the pin. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's awesome. That's really fucked up. Yeah, they win the match. Uh, I think it was Dax Harwood after the show tweeted out some. Sometimes you win some, sometimes sometimes you lose some. Actually, we just win. That's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then the Young Bucks come from behind on Butcher and the Blade, super kick them, take the keys back, and hand the keys back to FTR. They got their truck back. Yeah, but they just out pulled comes, some dirty shit though. Well, hold on. Out comes Kenny Omega. Remember, uh, two weeks ago, Kenny Omega dumped out the beer. That FTR offered him. FTR offered Kenny Omega a beer, and Kenny Omega walked over to the side and dumped the beer out. What? Just keep going. You're going to say what I thought. You're going to say my thoughts on this. Keep going. Just keep going. So, anyway, the Young Bucks give him the keys back. Uh, Kenny Omega, like, you cut me off. God damn it. I lost my train (laughs) of thought. I hate when you do that. Stop mouthing words to me when I'm, like, speaking and I'm in, the, like, the zone, Kate. Okay. Ow. I'm beating the shit out of her. Um, but anyway, a couple weeks ago, FTR hands Kenny Omega a beer. Kenny Omega dumps it out, pisses off FTR and Hangman Adam Page. Um, so, on being the elite last week, Kenny Omega's like, okay, I'll make it better. I'll do right by them. I'll go get him a beer. So at the end of this match, Kenny Omega walks out with a cooler beer, hands FTR beers that were easily Miller Lights, but they scratched out the Miller Light on the <laughs> cans. So you can they had like like marker written over it. No free advertisements. Um and Kenny Omega has it looks like he's gonna drink one for himself with them. He's cheers them, and when they cheers him, FTR takes their beer and dumps the beer on Kenny Omega's head. And Kenny Omega's like, what the fuck? And FTR laughs at them, and the Young Bucks are like, what the fuck? Why'd you do that? And FTR just laughs in their faces and walks off, and Kenny Omega's like, all right. All right, motherfucker. More seeds being planted. Great. Telling more stories. Again, AEW is fantastic at telling and moving stories along. We'll get back to that in a minute. The Nightmare Collective, or they're not the Nightmare Collective anymore. The Nightmare Sisters, Brandy Rhodes and Allie. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, nobody, everybody's kind of over Brandy Rhodes. I really 
want Brandy to do well. I just don't think she knows where to go. That's that's the thing. I think she doesn't know where to go. Yeah. So she's in a story of the alley. They squashed two jobbers and they move that story forward. Whatever. That jobber though, um, one of those jobbers has been around for a while. The girl with the high waisted briefs. Yeah, she's been appearing on AEW a lot. Yeah, so I mean, is she still t- considered a jobber? Yes, she hasn't. She's, she's like a resident jobber. She's Owen like six. Oh, well, so is the librarian. He's a jobber. Really? Yeah. Oh, thought he was part of the story. You can be a jobber and be part of a story. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, never yeah, mind. The librarian Continue and on. like, uh, um, Brandon Cutler. Yeah, that's that's the other yeah, one. Yeah, they're of. they're jobbers. Oh, they I haven't won a match that. yet. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so, God, completely like lost my train of thought. You totally just blew my, well, because you took my, you're about to take my, my prediction. We'll, we'll get to it. Uh, Nyla Rose, uh, introduced Vicky Guerrero as her, uh, manager, which is awesome. And you love her, that. You popped. I heard theme song because her theme song is just like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Because that's her like, that's her catchphrase. Excuse me. It's hilarious. Her Vicky Guerrero's theme song is the best theme song in wrestling. You heard it here first on Offended. It's hilarious. It is fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see that move forward. Um, as much as I didn't think Nyla needed a manager because Nyla's pretty good on the mic. Um, I, this fits very well because I know her and Vicky are friends, so they're going to have chemistry of her playing Uh like bowling. Yeah. Apparently on the Jericho cruise, she told a story on the AEW's podcast that Nyla Rose like beat, apparently Vicky's like a decent bowler and Nyla's like, I bet you, I beat you. And Nyla like apparently destroyed her and Nyla was just like touting in her face, like being like, I won't brag in your face. You're, you're wrong. She's like, never mind. I won. I won. I won. I motherfucking won. Blah, blah. <laughs> I think it's fucking hilarious. So apparently I'm assuming this was Nyla's like request to have Vicky as her manager. So, it's a perfect fit though. Yeah, it is. The original fucking Karen. She's the Karen of the Karens. The she mother is. of Karen. She's the original Karen. It's awesome. Love it. Well, two big personalities is kind of like uh, anybody Jericho's ever been paired with. Like, back in wwe jericho and kevin owens and things like that like only funny shit comes mm-hmm. from that uh yeah uh, content. why is it every time i get ready to talk you just start talking or like cut me off why is it every time kate every time every time katie every fucking time kate it's my yacht. and that was acting my all right yacht. my the next match the elite versus jurassic express what a fucking match this was kenny omega come came out still wearing his soaked beer shirt he looks pissed off he's not taking jurassic express seriously he keeps a shirt on as jericho would say keeping a shirt on he did until he took it off and then finally became kenny omega match was great some of the moves that jurassic express did with marco in this match were fucking insane Marco the is great. Canadian destro- the top rope Canadian destroyer was insane. The Marco's standing on the ground outside of the ring and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus grab Marco's arms and launch him into the air where Marco will then land on Nick Jackson and do a hurricane rana. This is fucking awesome. Like it's just so such you could do so much cool shit with Marco's stunt. Well, cuz he's talented one and like I feel I feel like 
yeah, he's small. He's smaller than the normal um, male wrestler, but like, mm-hmm. fuck, they make it believable that Marco Stunt could take down someone. Like, every match he's ever had, it's like, if Marco does damage, it's fucking believable. Because it's like, you don't always have to be the biggest person in the room. You just got to be the baddest. Mm-hmm. So, good job for AEW. And I like the flippy shit, so keep going. Right. I understand if flippy shit's not for you, blah, blah, blah. But that's why AEW has other wrestlers that don't do flippy shit. So, uh, it's what happened after the match, though. Progressing stories, planting seeds, moving stories forward. I've said this for months before COVID hit, let's go back to Revolution. They tease Hangman's going to do the buckshot lariat to Omega and right. he's going to turn heel at Revolution. Right. I said, I think they're going to pull the swerve and have Kenny Omega turn heel instead with the Young Bucks. Right. I've always said that. I think it's actually happening. Kenny Omega, the way he turns and looks at the Bucks and does the kisses his fingers that's what he does for the good night or goodbye and good night bang it's the cleaner that's the fucking cleaner kenny omega that's badass motherfucker kenny omega that doesn't take shit from anybody and will outperform anybody on any given night he starts just beating the shit out of marco stunt for no reason after the match and the, everyone's like, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? And they pull Omega off, and Omega's like, what? He's, like, looking around, smiling at the camera, like, what? What? Guess they don't like sportsmanship, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. That's that's crazy cleaner gimmick. It also looks like drunk gimmick. Like, I think maybe he took a drink. That's my prediction, is that Kenny Omega is with Adam Hangman Page and their drinking buddies. That would be – I would go for that. That would be cool. Um It'd be different too. So mm-hmm. something you wouldn't expect, right? Um, That's what I thought you were going to steal from me. No, I think he's turning heel, and I think he's turning into the cleaner. I think what AEW is doing is very smart because a lot of the baby faces on AEW are fantastic heels, and they were originally heels. Like the entire elite were heels who had to turn baby face because they just got so fucking popular with the really? crowd. Yeah, hmm. Bullet Club were they were always bad guys. Like, Omega was the heel to Okada's babyface in New Japan. Oh, Cody Rhodes sense. was the big... He was a piece of shit heel in Ring of Honor to Christopher Daniels' world champion, babyface. Really? Yeah. Like, Cody Rhodes' heel, he was a piece of shit. Like, you wanted to beat the shit out of Cody Rhodes when he was in Ring of Honor. Like, you liked him, but you were just like, oh my god. Please let this guy get choked out or get knocked out or something. The Young Bucks were like douchey. Like they, they're kind of act the same way as they do as baby faces. But they're just nicer. But they're night, yeah. But like the Young Bucks' heels would like with Adam Cole. When they were with Adam Cole, they were hilarious because they would kiss Adam Cole in the cheeks and they, they they would super kiss or super kick somebody else. So that's why when they turned on Adam Cole and they kicked Adam Cole out of the Bullet Club, Marty like pulled up Adam Cole's like dead like head Mm -hmm. and the young bucks crawled over and kissed his cheeks. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. All right. Bullet club and the elite are fucking heels. I think AEW just needed time to build up other baby faces in order to go against them. I think that was the original plan all along. And I think it's finally going to start playing out. 
I mean, I see that. Like Cody versus Abushi. Abushi and Cody's feud is the reason why Kenny Omega turned babyface. Because Omega was sticking up for his lover. All right. The back storytelling with the elite is top notch. Like, well, they've had a lot of good practice with it, anyways. There's a video I want to show you. It's all about the golden lovers with Omega and Ibushi, and they had this guy on YouTube like narrates over it and like explains every little thing that happened and why like it happened. The way that Omega and Ibushi have told their story over like six years is insane. Any time that they were somewhat intertwined they would like plant a little seed here and there like maybe they'll reunite someday or like something like that like kenny always like would look down or like look back at abushi like during his match that would cost him the match but it was very subtle to where like you wouldn't really pick up on it unless you were like really paying attention to their story right it's like holy shit they are that good at planting seeds and telling stories that's why i think that's why i think AEW is just gonna it's it's about to take off, like, in a way that we have never seen. So my opinion of that is that all of these founders of AEW have been telling their own stories and kind of, like, story pitching and all of this shit for their entire career. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people don't have that. I mean, they do it in, like, the indies and shit like that, and then they go to WWE, and it all gets handed to them mm-hmm. nowadays, right? Like, right. that's what happens? Right. So, like... When you stick with New Japan or you stick with Ring of Honor kind of shit, like, you're, you're kind of more responsible for your story, your character. So I think that only gives AEW the upper hand. Right. You don't have writers sitting there telling you what you want, what they want to see. And you have your, you've been doing the same right. thing for the last 15, 20 years for your career. This is what AEW has been so good at doing that I don't think people have really caught on to, is that when you turn the elite heel, because I think all of them are going to turn heel except for one, and he's going to be pushed as the next big star in wrestling, Ooh. Adam Hangman Page. Oh, fuck that. Adam, I'm going to be so sad. He, no, he's going to be the top baby face. He's going to be the big fucking baby face. He's going to quit drinking? No, he's going no, because the crowd loves it. It's like Stone Cold. Like The crowd loves oh. people that drink beer. Like You can relate to him because you're an alcoholic like Adam Hangman Page. <laughs> That you, that's why people related to Stone Cold. People love Stone Cold because it's like they always wish they could kick their boss's ass. Like, everybody hates their boss, right? You wish you could beat the shit out of your boss and drink a beer over it, over his fucking knocked out body, right? Sure. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's bringing people, like, it's giving people that escapism that's like you can relate to him because you hate your boss so much and you just want to go out and just drink beer and party. Wow, is AEW getting the next Stone Cold? That's why I'm saying they did such a good job of building up Hangman Page that he doesn't need the Elite anymore. You can put him on his own, and he's gonna fucking excel. Fucking Darby Allen became is now a gigantic star for AEW. Sammy Guevara is gonna be fucking massive for AEW. Brian Cage, you could turn Brian Cage babyface in a heartbeat because his if you just make him be himself, people are gonna fall in love with him, like. AEW is so smart with what they're doing. And with MJF, with how big of a dickhead he is, you saw the potential he had as a babyface last year when he was with Cody. Like, Yeah, he had a big... Like, people <laughs> cheered like, him. But he was a babyface, but he was like a backstabbing babyface. Right. And that you could, that can work. It did. You, and then here's the other thing. You could always turn Jericho babyface against them. I feel like that's what's going to happen. So you have Moxley who is the face of AEW. Right. Like, 
you have so many other elements. You have Jurassic Express. Jungle Boy is going to be a major player for them. And the guy who looks like Jungle Boy. Right. Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? <laughs> uh, don't forget Brody Lee's still there. Mm. Um, you have, and then you have other people whose contracts are coming up. You never know. Shinsuke Nakamura could fucking not resign with a with WWE and go over the AEW and become who That'd he be should be. So awesome. Uh, Kevin Owens, who has been openly complaining about WWE re- lately, could go to AEW. Sammy, Sammy Zayn, Kota Ibushi. You have all these big names that when their contract expires, you could have them come in the AEW and take down the big bad elite. AEW knows exactly what they're doing. And they're waiting for the right moment to strike. But I think that they're taking their time, which is not a bad. The slow burn is better slow than Slow burn is exactly how wrestling should be. Mm-hmm. That's how it used to be. But WWE just like, WWE either doesn't do it or they just do it like that. And then it's just like, okay, now what's next? And they have no idea because they just like pulled the trigger. It's like a series that's been on too long. Right. Right. They've run out of good content. Right. Um... But yeah, Adam Cole's contract's up in November. Uh, hopefully the main roster botches his main roster push so he can just show up in AEW. Oh, my God. Undertaker Adam Cole. That'd be kind of funny, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't. Rest in peace, Dish. baby. <laughs> can he say that, you think? <laughs> Probably. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait. So I think... They're totally, I think for, uh, so what we're going towards for All Out, we talked about the main event. We already, like, we discussed mm-hmm. that. It was the first thing we discussed. Yeah. The only thing we didn't discuss is that the return of Darby Allen, um, fucking awesome. I love Darby. It just sucks that, like, there's no crowd. We've missed out on so many huge moments in AEW that we just would have had the crowd just go fucking ape shit. Like, Matt Hardy's debut, Brody Lee's debut. But just imagine FTR. when we see them in the ring for the first time, it's going to be big. Oh, I was talking about this with, um, I think with David. I was like, just imagine the first time we're going to have a crowd back. Like, the first few months are going to rival the late 90s for, like, wrestling. And that's wrestling. what you've wanted for right. forever. Like, I'll watch WWE again when we get crowds back because those crowds will make those shows so much fun. Because they will be so energetic that those shows might actually be good. Yeah. I mean, that's what you've always wanted. So mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. you'll finally get it. Maybe. Maybe I will. Um, so with moving forward, the next pay-per-view is All Out, uh, Labor Day weekend. They still have not announced if it's in Chicago or not. Yeah, we still have our hotel room, but I have a feeling that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen either. Um, they're planning October and September is what they're planning on returning the live shows. So we'll see. It's a possibility. Yeah. Um, but I think for All Out, I think we're going to get Omega Hangman. For sure. Uh, FTR Young Bucks. Yep. Uh, Moxley, maybe MJF. Oh, you think? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe Butcher and Blade versus Lucha Bros. I can see them maybe going against For each all other. out, yeah, I could see that. And then Cody versus, who was it? Oh, man. JCD and I were talking about this the other day, and JCD actually, I, he had like his lineup down. I'm like, I actually agree with basically all that. Cody Darby. And Darby finally beats Cody, and that's when Cody snaps. And Cody turns heel. Yeah. Cody can't handle that. Darby beat him finally. I do it. That'll be a brutal match. Mm-hmm. 
That all their matches, every time that they have wrestled, it's been fucking great. Well, I could just see Cody bleeding again. Oh yeah, Cody will bleed. He's a blader. Mm-hmm. He's, He's a blader. Dude. He's a blader. Uh and then what do you do with Jericho? You still have the option to maybe bring in Mike Tyson. That still hasn't been like resolved. No, they teased it. Um, or you do Jericho in Orange Cassidy and like a f- finish the feud out, maybe. Like a big match. Yeah. Or Jericho. Sammy Guevara. Yep. Maybe you do Jericho, Sammy Guevara. I think you're going to get. Actually, I take back about Darby. I take that back with Cody. Darby's totally going to wrestle Brian Cage at All Out. Okay. After the way um, Fight for the Fallen ended. Yeah. Um, shit. Or you do Moxley, Darby, and Brian Cage in the triple threat match. Yeah, because Moxley and Darby don't have. They had a match like last year in November. I was, was going to say, awesome. they've had some. But, I mean, they have a little bit of animosity. No, they, like, stick up for each other. This is now the second time Darby's, like, saved Moxley. Really? Yeah. I thought they had a little bit of, like... No, Darby's saved Moxley back when Moxley was fighting the Inner Circle back in February of this year. Right before Revolution. Oh. So it'd be tough. It probably mm-hmm. would be Darby and Moxley and Brian Cage. And they'd eliminate Brian Cage together and then have to, like, kill each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll see. Interesting stuff going forward with AEW. They're finally, AEW's hitting a stride again now. And I love it. They just said, fuck it, no crowds. We're going to keep going. Yeah. I mean, you have to at this point. And I get like what they were doing before. Before, it seemed like they were kind of, tr- they were trying to hold off on doing some stuff. Just like. Well, we didn't waiting. know how long yeah. this was going to last. And-, and COVID totally ruined their momentum. Because if you remember after Revolution, they were on a fucking roll. Like big time role um so we'll see we'll see where they go but now it seems like they're they're hitting a stride again and we can't don't forget we're leaving out fucking lance i forget they have lance archer too like they have another big name like so you do anything with lance archer fuck put lance archer against moxley yeah that'd be a good fight Mm -hmm. that's happened at wrestle kingdom this past year oh really yeah Hmm. moxley is the current is that when moxley went and got sick and couldn't come to no that was no that the was or, or the staff infection the, the staff infection no that was all out that was the show that we went oh. to that was august january is when wrestle kingdom new japan's wrestlemania is john moxley is actually the current iwgp united states champion really Still? yes he hasn't been able to defend it because they're not allowing travel yeah wow and moxley's Moxie was like, can I bring the title on to, because he holds the title at home. Because if, you, if you're a champion, you get the, your, that title's in your possession. You take care of the title. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, that's basically the company's like, you are the champion. We want, they want you to walk around with the belt, like at an airport or something, or like, you right. know, tout it. Um, but um, he hasn't been able to defend it, and he's been asked. He asked Tony Khan if he could bring it on the show, and Tony Khan said no. It's like the only th- one of the few things Tony Khan said no about. And Moxley was like, at first, I was kind of mad, and I understood his like explanation. He's like, that title is a mid card title in New Japan, and you're and you're our world champion, right? So you don't want to be perceived as a mid carder walking around as the world champion of another show, like. 
which I totally get. And like, like I totally understand that. It's not like if he, let's say, if somebody was the Intercontinental Champion in WWE, but they're also the AEW like World Champion, you don't want to bring that title. Like, right? No, I get like that. A, yeah, AEW Fight for the Fallen. I give it five out of five stars. Honestly, it was just and the reason why I give it five out of five stars is be just their storytelling. That's why their storytelling is top notch. Their storytelling is untouchable. Except for New Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling this past weekend. Holy shit. It made me feel emotions. Like, even Mike Bennett, who just got released from WWE, was like, holy shit, wrestling's making me feel emotions again? What is going on? Evil turned to evil? Evil. Is that his name? His name is Evil. Yeah. And people are like, (laughs) somebody was like, wait, you're telling me that a guy named Evil, who is like the Prince of Darkness praises everything that's dark turned to heel and you guys are shocked by it <laughs> i love pro wrestling <laughs> it's like that's what it's all about yeah and he turned like that heel turn i was like oh my god like that's i'm sad i'm a little sad by that because that's like his brother and then the next night they actually pulled the trigger and made him become the iwgp heavyweight and intercontinental champion like holy shit I did not expect him to actually have him win the next night and win the titles. He's the double champ. And then uh, Takahashi comes out, and that scream that he does. Like, he just asks him, he's asking him, like, brother, why? Why? And he just takes the mic and just goes, drops the mic, walks away, and Takahashi just lets out this fucking blood-curdling scream of, like, his life is over, basically. And, like... Basically, he's like losing somebody. So he's just letting out the scream. It's just so well done. Like you can, like you don't even have to be emotionally invested into the storyline and get emotion out of that just because of how well that was done. And then he just takes off and runs out of the ring, like running away, like from the fans, like holding his head, crying. Aww. Like that's how well done that was. Exactly. Oh, emotionally invested. That's how well done that story was done. New Japan, they came out of COVID and there was like, fuck it, we're back. <laughs> we're, we're doing some big shit over here. Right. I always, I, God, man, I wish New Japan had an app like WWE Network or anything to where we could just pay 10 bucks a month and you get like their shows weekly and I just wish there was a way you could watch it. Because like they have a way, but it's still, it's not user friendly. It's still in Japanese when you log on to the site and you have to find the English button to transfer it to english right it's just not easy to watch it's not it's not user-friendly at all so i wish that there was an app to where um we can watch it over here in the united states and i think they would i think they would make a killing over here honestly especially with AEW doing so well Mm -hmm. so i still think they're they're getting ready i think new japan and AEW are going to work out something i think they had a really good relationship for a long time i think that's hard to i think they're going to start cross-promoting a little bit Mm mm-hmm Get Okada, get Okada versus Omega on American soil. Oh, oh my oh. God, I just got a boner. Okay, you actually looked. All right, AEW fight for the fall, and we'll see where these stories go. New Japan Pro Wrestling, we'll see where those stories go. It's a great time. Basically, what I'm saying is, if you're not on the main roster in WWE, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Even NXT, great time to be a wrestling fan. 
Sorry, Braun Strowman. I totally forgot you were still world champion, so I was watching Friday Night SmackDown just now. With the fake $2 mask. Yeah. I completely forgot he was the universal champion. We just have SmackDown on in the background. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. He's their champ. Neat. Cool. Yeah. Give it back to Bray now. Maybe I'll tune in. All right. Time for the motherfucking lyric game one hit wonders fuck me okay well pull down your pants oh shut up that's gross <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying i lost last time what so laugh I'm is that? Salty. what's that what's that laugh <laughs> i don't know you should because i do it a lot you do it a lot but i don't know what you're it's trying the brad pitt fight club laugh <laughs> i don't know what actually means. it might be the vince vaughn laugh i don't really know it's i think it's brad pitt Okay. All right, well, one hit wonders edition of the lyric game. All one hit wonders. Mine are from 2000 to 2020. The last 20 years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mine are a little obscure because. Um, mine are from the 80s, too. Okay. Well, mine are a little obscure because there's not a ton to choose from in the last 20 years of one hit wonders, like what we talked about last week. It's like. There weren't that many. There weren't that many. So, anyways, I don't know what else to say about that. You were supposed to back me up there. You just looked at me like a dumb fuck. That's what you do to me. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. I say, yeah, buddy, rolling like a big shot. Chevy turned up like a NASCAR pit stop. I don't know the Fresh name of the paint song. job, check. Fresh inside, check. Ice cream paint job. Yeah. Yeah. I was even going to give you cream on the inside, clean on the outside. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream paint How job. How the fuck did you get that? I used, I used to like that song. Fine, keep going. Whatever, go ahead. Is it We Them Boys? Um, it, no. Who's it by? Doro? D-O-R-O-O-U-G-H? Never would have no, gotten No, I mean, that. you still got the song. All right, so yeah, we're doing a, we're this, we're doing if you get the name of the song, you win. Or if you sing the lyrics or if you know the fucking song. Right. All right. First song. We're talking away. I don't know what I'm going to say. I'll say it anyway. Today's another day to find you shying away. I'll be, come for you. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Can you read it a little bit slower? No, I don't want to. <laughs> Please, because I'm going to get it, but you have to read it a We're little. talking away. I don't know what to say. I'll say it anyway. Today's another day to find you. Shying away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Shying away. Some of these songs are so hard not to sing. Shying away. Like, I want to sing this so bad right now. This is probably one of my all-time favorite songs. You have to keep going. This is legit probably one of my all-time favorite songs. Especially the acoustic version. It's just so beautiful. Just keep going. Needless to say, I'm odds and ends, but I'll be stumbling away, slowly learning that life is okay. Say after me, it's no better to be safe than sorry. Take on me. Take on me. The acoustic version of this song is fucking so beautiful. This song, the lyrics and the music video to this song, this song may get made fun of, like now, because it's just like commercialized maybe yeah 
but this song is actually like very beautiful like it's actually like a very beautiful song like and the acoustic version i mean just drives home how good of a song it really is like i agree with that and like you hear the acoustic version you're like oh damn this song's a lot like the first time you hear the acoustic su- version you're you were just like this song is a lot deeper than i like th- remember it being. right like and the music video is just really good too the cartoon like drawing which is you can do really easily now with filters on like your iphone mm-hmm. but for the 80s that was like what is this it's this is so magic. well done so cool yeah the way it's done is cool are you ready Mm-hmm. and shout out deadpool 2 because it's in De- the acoustic versions <laughs> in deadpool 2 <laughs> of course it is she said some days i feel like shit some days i want to quit and just be normal for a bit i don't understand why you always have to be gone I get along with the trips always feel so long and I find myself trying to stay by the phone because your voice always helps me feel helps me when I feel so alone but I feel like an idiot working my day around the call but when I pick up I don't have much to say so I want you to know it's a little fucked up that I that I'm stuck here waiting at times debating tell you that I've had it with you and your career me and the rest of your family are singing something (laughs) can you go one more time she said some days i feel like shit some days i want to quit and just be normal for a bit i don't understand why you have to always be gone i get along but the trips always feel so long and i find myself trying to stay by the phone because your voice always helps me when i feel so alone this isn't lm LFO, is it? Summer Girl? No. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. No. Because <laughs> they always say, she's sad. I like girls that wear Abercrombie no. and Fitch. Keep going. I don't understand why you have to always be gone. I get along, but the trips always feel so long. And I find myself trying to stay by the phone. Because your voice always helps me when I feel so alone. But I feel like an idiot working my day around the call. But when I pick up, I don't have much to say. So I want you to know it's a little fucked up that I'm stuck here waiting, at times debating, telling you that I've had it with you in your career. I have no idea. Me and the rest of the family are here singing. I'll give you one more clue. Blank, blank, blank. I miss you so. Seems like it's been forever that you've been gone. Oh, oh. Where'd you go? Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you go? Missed you so. I hate that song. Oh my God, it was my ringtone for forever. Of course it was. I hate it. I think I hate it because of the chorus. Who's who's singing? Who raps that? Fort Minor. Fort Minor, yeah. One Hit Wonder. Mm Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't have gotten that unless I gave you more. I feel like the lead singer of Fort Minor was in a like a big band. Fort Minor, Joa Matranga, and Skylar Gray. Yeah, I don't know. Skylar Gray. Fort Minor was in Lincoln Park, wasn't he? That's what I thought. Yeah, I yeah. think it was mm-hmm. Lincoln Park. And Skylar Gray. That's Skylar Gray in that song? Yes. She did the WrestleMania theme song two years in a row. With Flo Rida. Cool. 
She actually has a really cool song, David Gowda, that I like a lot. That was the WrestleMania 31 theme song called Rise Up. Getting, getting, getting drunk. Getting, getting, getting drunk. That's just like the beat. It's cool. It's unique. All right. If I, I get to know your name. Well, if I could trace your private number. Well, if I could trace your private number, baby. All I know is that to me, you look like you're lots of fun. Open up your loving arms. I want some, want some. Am I going to get more? I set my sights on you and no one else will do. And I and I've got to have my way now, baby. All I know is that to me, you look like you're having fun. Open up your loving arms. Watch out. Here I come. This is so hard not to sing this song. Can you go from the beginning? So hard not. It is so hard not for me to just like start singing the song. You're welcome to start singing it if you want to. If I, I could get to know your name. Well, if I could trace your private number, baby. All I know is that to me, you look like you're lots of fun. Open up your loving arms. I want some, want some. I set my sights on you and no one else will do. And I, I've got to have my way now, baby. All I know is that to me, you look like you're having fun. Open up your loving arms. Watch out. Here I come. I have no idea. All I know is that to me, you look like you're having fun. Open up your loving arms. Watch out. Here I come. I'll send you right <laughs> around, baby. Right around. I would have I never gotten that. I would have gotten it on that. See, verse. I think. I think. Because I can just see fucking Paul Rudd doing the fucking thing. The thing against me with this game is that I don't actually know the words of songs. You actually do. You bitched about it last week, but you actually do better Unlike it being a variety of things. Do you and think? like, what? You think? I've only won once against you. It's so honestly, the only way that I get it sometimes is that I know two sentences of a song mm-hmm. and I trigger something and mm-hmm. I can figure everything. I thought out. this one, I thought that one part was totally. No, I going. actually don't know the words to that the song. Part of open up your loving arms and watch out here. I come. I'm like, that's a dead giveaway. No, I can't even hear what that sounds like. In you song. spin me right round, oh, baby, one. right round, like a record, baby, right round, round, round. I would have gotten it off that. I used to hate that song. I actually like, really like that song now. Only because of Paul Rudd. And seriously, Paul Rudd turned me on to that song. Paul Rudd turns people on to music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Paul Rudd and who plays Deadpool? I'm blanking. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. And who plays uh, Guard- Guardians of the Galaxy? The Rock. Batista. No. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt and Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake. Like, I feel like those are like the, the, they're all the same age. They're all kind of the same comedy and they pick the most obscure music and everybody's like, oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. I used to hate the song, but well, I like it now. you can thank Chris Pratt because of James Gunn. James Gunn is really the reason why you know all those songs. Oh, because the mixtape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any Hoosers. Let me see. Sick and tired of this world. There's no more air. Tripping over myself. Going nowhere. Waiting. Suffocating. No direction. I took a dive. Blank, 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 blank. I saw you and you saved me from myself. And I won't forget the way you love me. Blank, 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 blank. And I almost fell right through, but I held on to you. It's a seven essence? No. 
That would have been a good one to pick. I have no idea. Well, they're not really one-hit wonders. They had two big songs. Sick and tired (laughs) of this world. There's no more air. Tripping over myself. Going nowhere. Waiting. Suffocating. No direction. I took a dive. Blank, 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 blank. I saw you. (laughs) And you saved me from myself. And I won't forget the way you love me. Blank, 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 blank. I have no idea. And I almost fell right through, but I it's held on to you. It's keep hearing blank, but blank, blank, blank. <laughs> on the way down, I saw you, and you saved me from myself. And I won't forget the way you love me, and all the way down. I have no idea. On the way down by Ryan Cabrera. That was such a fucking overplayed song. Okay, well, you suck. I, just, I didn't listen to shitty music. Sorry, it was on the radio. <laughs> and that's all we had at the same at the time. Poor people. I had a Walkman. Serious XM. <laughs> All right. Is am I winning two to one right now? No, it's one to one. I got. Where'd you go? It's two to one. Oh yeah. So if yeah, but you just lost one. Yeah. 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 Two this to is one. Round number three. Yeah. 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 All right. Can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? I didn't Can we mean. Forget about the things I, said? <laughs> I didn't mean to call you that. Oh. <laughs> What's the rest of the song? No, you got you to keep singing it. <laughs> I can't remember what was said and what you threw at me. Please tell me. Please, Please tell, tell me. Please tell me why my car is in the front yard and I'm sleeping with clothes on. I came in through the window last night and you're gone. Can you keep going? There's no ahu in that at all. Um. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what that was. Um, and who is this? It's not Blink-182. No, you're not going to get the band. I might get It's the no band. surprise to me. I am my own worst enemy. That's the name of the song. Okay. All right, you got it. Boom, who is the Dude, band? Lit. Oh. So everybody, everybody thought that was a Blink-182 song, like for the longest time. I knew it wasn't. I knew um, it was someone by them, though. So... It's occurred to me how old this song is, that this song is now considered an oldie. No. The only It was reason- on my now like 11 or 13. Those are oldies now. No, they're not. They're 20 years old. Oh, God. Don't tell me that. Let- this song came out. Maybe it's on now 14. Is that so old? Yeah. This song <laughs> came out in... When did this song come out? 1999. It's over 20 years old now. Oh it's actually, God. it came out on March 2nd, 1999. It's actually 21 years old now. It can drink now. That's disgusting. So I realized this at a blues game this past season when, you know, a crowd sings along to a song, like the entire arena sings along to right. the song, and you know, okay, this song is old. If everybody knows all the words to this song. Because it's the older generation, it's the middle, it's the... This song was like Country Roads one night, and when the song shut off, everyone's like, please tell me why. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, my God. Everybody knows the words to the song. And Steve looked at me. My grand, my grandpa looked at me. He goes, everybody knows this song. I go, this song is actually like 20 years old. Uh, yeah, everybody knows this song. It's the new oldies. Mm-hmm. God. That's going to be so funny. Let's turn on oldies from 2099. It's, you're going to hear, like, Nirvana, like, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. Like, when we're 90, every 90-year-old is going to know the words to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. 
Let me sing this for you, kids. <laughs> I used to rap back in my day. <laughs> in my back in my day, music videos. There was three guys running around naked with their private parts blurred out. They were called Blink One Eighty Two. All right, you ready? Yep. So, all right. She rolls the window down and she talks over the sound of the cars that pass us by. And I don't know why, but she's changed my mind. Would you look at her? She looks at me. She's got me thinking about her constantly, but she don't know how I feel. And she carries on without a doubt. And I wonder if she's figured out. Oh, blank, 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 blank. (laughs) Stop with the blanks. (laughs) Can you restart, please? She rolls the window down and she talks over the sound of the cars that pass us by. And I don't know why, but she's changed my mind. Would you look at her? She looks at me. She's got me thinking. She's got me about thinking about me constantly, but she does know how I feel. She carries on without a doubt. I wonder how she's figured out. And I'm crazy for this girl. Yeah. Is it crazy for this girl? Yeah. Crazy for this girl. So what is it, three to two right now? Yeah. Okay. Who sings that? Evan and Jaren. Oh, yeah, it is that. It's one hit wonders, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. She got me thinking about me constantly. I didn't know if I should read that chorus or not. But she don't know how I feel. All right. You ready? Yes. No, it's three, two. That's what I said. Oh, they said three, one. I said three, two. Oh, three, two. Is this the second half of round four? Second half of round four, right? Yeah, so you you're drinking those bromoses a little heavy over there. I just can't remember because we've taken so many fucking breaks. Um, hanging around downtown by myself, and I had so much time to sit back and think about myself. And there she was, like double cherry pie. Yeah, there she was, like disco superfly. You have to read so all easy. of that over again. This is so easy. You have to read that all over again. Hanging around downtown by myself, and I had so much free. And I had okay, hanging around downtown by myself, and I had so much time to sit and think about myself. And then there she was, like double cherry pie. Yeah, there she was, like disco superfly. Nirvana. No, it's not Nirvana. A lot of people think it's Nirvana. Well, when you had LimeWire back in the day, this was always considered Nirvana. I smell sex. Damn it. Candy. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground. Oh. I always thought that was Nirvana. In my chair. Who's that casting these devious spells in my direction? Mama, this surely is a dream. Yeah. Okay. I smell sex and candy. Yeah. All right, you ready for your last one? Who's that lounging in my chair? So one, two, three, take my hand and come with me. That's it? Because you look so fine. Wait, one, wait... Let's restart. So one, two, three, take my hand and come with me because you look so fine. 
I'm not reading anymore. I'm going to skip a verse. Wait, hold on. One, two. Because he looks so fine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Two, three. Because he looks so fine. I'll read another verse, but it has it's skipped a couple down. Okay. Big black boots, long brown hair. She's so sweet with her get back stare. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that's all you get. Can you say that one more time? Big black boots, long brown hair. She's so sweet with her get back stare. She's so sweet with her get back stare. And she's so sweet with her get back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Say that line. I'm losing the the lyrics. Say that again. <sighs> Big black boots, long brown hair. She's so sweet with her get back stare. And she's so sweet with a Baxter. Oh my god, I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna lose my mind. I know the song. Oh, everybody knows the song. She looks so fine. I wanna make it mine. She's so sweet with a Baxter. Because she's so sweet with her kickback stare. Oh my god! It's not Butterfly, is it? No. And she's so sweet with her kickback stare. Bang Oh my god. <laughs> she's so sweet. Oh, I hope this gets you. Because she's so sweet. Can you redo it one more time, please? So, one, two, three, take my hand and come with me. Because you look so fine. And I want to make you mine. Blank, 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 blank. And I want to make you mine. Blank, blank. Okay. Big black boots, long brown hair. You must have big black cock. Big black boots, long brown hair. <laughs> She's so sweet with a get back stare, and that's all She's you so get. She's so sweet with her get back stare. Oh my god! She's so sweet with her. Okay. <laughs> oh. She's so sweet with her get back stare. Yeah, what's next? Oh my god! Why am I drawing a blank? That's because it's gonna make me so mad. Are you gonna take this the L on this one? This is gonna make me so mad. Are you gonna take the L on this one? No. You, you don't have I much don't time. Make you mine. She's so fine. She I don't. What is it? It's gonna make me so mad. Set, re- well, I could see you home with me, but you were with another man. Yeah. I know we ain't got much to say before I let you get away. Yeah. I said, You're so are bad. you going to be my girl? Fuck, it's Jet. Are you going to be my girl? Fuck. Fuck. Since one, two, three, take a hand with me because you look so fine and I really want to make you mine. Bum, 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 bum. Oh my God. God. And they're not a one-hit wonder, Katie. Well, they have Cold Hard Bitch, too. Well, they didn't note that. Okay, Cold two Hard hi- Bitch! Just a kiss on the lips, and I was on my knees. Actually, that whole album actually produced singles, and then they just disappeared. One-hit wonders is fine with an S. So what's the score? It's still 3-2 me. No, I got the last one. No, it's 3-3, three three, then. Yeah, it is 3-3. Three three. So this is for See if we go for into an overtime... Win. All right. 
Josie's on vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things I want to say. You know, I like my girls are a little bit older. Keep going. And I just want to use blank, blank, blank. I don't want to lose blank, blank, blank. I ain't got many friends left to talk to. Nowhere to run when I'm in trouble. You know, I do anything for you. Stay the night, but keep it undercover. I don't think you pick very fair songs. This song, everybody knows this song. Josie's on vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. Blank 182? No. I just want to use blank blank tonight. I don't want to lose blank blank tonight. My girl. Oh my god, no. (laughs) Think. Use you uh, tonight. I don't want to lose him tonight. <laughs> well, what is it? Hold on. Read the lyrics one more time. Katie, you, you're, you have so much hair all over the socks. Please don't get on the couch. <laughs> Josie's on vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use blank blank tonight. I don't want to lose blank blank See, tonight. See, I say you all. What? I don't you all tonight. <laughs> that sucks. Is that's not it then? <laughs> then you don't know the lyrics. I don't I'm not giving lose you a po- myself. No, <laughs> I'm not giving you points on this one. But I know we're going the song. overtime. But I think my overtime song is too easy, and I think you might have already had it. I don't want to lose your love. Bingo! I don't want to lose your love tonight. So do I win? Sure. Fuck it. <laughs> so, actually, I kind of want to see if you would have gotten the other ones. I had an extra one, and I was deciding between the two on which one to okay, challenge you on. But ahead. I thought this one would have been too easy for you. Now I'm kind of second-guessing myself. Brother Pele's in the back. Sweet Zinna's in the front. Cruising down the freeway in the hot, hot sun. Suddenly, red-blue lights flash us from behind. Loud voice booming. Please step out. Please step out onto the line. Pele preaches words of confront of com of comfort. Jesus. Zena just hides her eyes. Policeman types taps his shades. Is that a Chevy sixty nine? Blank blank. Blank blank? Blank blank. I have no idea. Brother Pele's in the back. Sweet Zena's in the front. Cruising down the freeway in the hot, hot sun. What is that? Policeman types his shades and says, Is that a Chevy 69? How bizarre. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. How bizarre. How bizarre. Ooh, baby. You're making me crazy. All right. I win. Sure. Sure, if you want to call that a win. I definitely won. Controversy on offended, like always, when it comes to the lyric game, because Katie has to. Did you pick hard I fuck songs? I have to give hard Katie the songs. answer. Hard fuck songs. I said hard fuck songs, but I meant hard fucking songs. I have to give basically give you the answer for you to win. Bum 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 banana. You didn't do that. You said blank blank blank, but blank blank but blank. I kind of sang it though a little bit, so you suck. It's fine. Where'd you go? All right. What's your one, two, three finish? Um, one, two, three finish. I am excited for, I guess, AEW. 
I mean, they've just done such a good job the last three weeks that, like, I can only get better from here. I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, they whipped out the big guns for their pay-per-views, and now I'm just interested to kind of see where the story lies. Um... Two, fuck this hot-ass weather, weather in Missouri. Weather? Weather in Missouri is so hot. Um, David Blaine. The humidity can go way the fuck down, please. And three, Black Lives Matter. Nice. Uh, my number one is... <sighs> so many good things to pick from, right? I just hope Kenny Omega becomes cleaner again. That's my number one. My number two, I hope Kenny Omega becomes cleaner again. <laughs> and... My number two is hot. We're so close. We're two weeks away from the fucking greatest sport. The coolest sport on the earth comes back. Get it? See what I did there? Coolest. The chilliest sport on coolest. earth. Coolest. Hockey comes back. Can't wait. Um, and my number three. That's my number Uh, my number three is to fuck you to my dog Garth. Broke my favorite Stanley Cup glass. Um, very upset by this. Whose fault was it, though? Garth's. He shouldn't have had his nose on the table. Well, who left the glass on the table? Katie. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I had a, like a real like shout-out I wanted to give here, but I can't even fucking remember. Stoutsy, uh, stop being a little bitch. Um, bitch? Anyway, make sure to go follow Offended on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and YouTube at OffendedPod. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042. You can follow Katie K Naked Lady on Twitter at Naked Lady with Two Ys. Uh, you can make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify, which I need your songs from last week. Katie. Got it. Follow our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offended Presents Songs of the Week, and wherever you're following us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us by searching Offended. Uh, make sure to subscribe, follow, give us a five-star rating. And don't and don't forget to check out the Anything But Credible Network at anythingbutcredible.com where you can find us, Offended, the Anything But Credible podcast, and the Going Off Topic podcast and blog. Uh, it's all there. Make sure to go check it out and podcast. Mo, go check it out. All right. For Katie, Katie, Naked Lady, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. And to play you out, in its entirety is a song wonderful by Burna Boy. We will see you guys next week. Oh, and stay tuned. A special, special in the next coming weeks. We will finally do this episode I've been wanting to do for so long. A top 40 U2 the top 40 U2 songs. We're yeah, finally doing it. We're finally doing it. Greg is coming back on we the got podcast. Experts coming on. Um, it's going to be a YouTube podcast. We're going to celebrate the band YouTube since they put out a radio station. No other reason, <laughs> and because we love YouTube. But anyway, I, can't, I cannot wait for this episode. I've been I've been wanting to do a YouTube episode for so long. Hockey talks will be back soon, with or without Stoutsy. I don't know. I'm just going to keep throwing him on the bus until he comes back on. We'll see. It'll work. Yeah, it will work. But anyway, for KDK Naked Lady, I'm Tricky. This has been offended, presented by the Anthem Credible Network. And again, this is Wonderful by Burner Boy. We'll play it out in its entirety. We'll see you next week. Bye. And if you a go moonlighting, but that's it, let me. Cause my mommy won't want it, let me. I know I'm a person that me say too lazy. Oh, Lord, I'm
Somebody that I want you Cause I'm feeling it in my 